Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Joining us now is a woman who served as the 11th United States Secretary of Education. Uh, she is a leader and in disruptor and certainly a champion for freedom. Uh, she is the nation's leading advocate for education freedom for students of all ages. Of course, as I said, having served as the 11th U.S. Secretary of Education from 2017 to 2021. And of course, I am talking about Betsy DeVos, so please join me in welcoming Betsy DeVos to the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. Madam Secretary, thank you so much for joining us. I, I'd like to first start with an article that I saw in the Wall Street Journal, and I must tell you, I, I was I was so happy when they actually wrote this article. It's called Randy Weingarten Flunks the Pandemic, and it was a column that was really excoriating in terms of how the United Federation of Teachers or the AFT, American Federation of Teachers, uh, President Betsy DeVos did everything that she could uh, not Betsy DeVos, I'm sorry, Randy Weingarten did everything that she could to prevent uh, kids from going to school during the pandemic. And yet she blames, among other people, uh, Betsy DeVos, the secretary of education. And my experience is it was just the opposite. So, Betsy, why don't you tell us um, what your reaction was to that Wall Street Journal publication? Well, Judge, thanks for having me. And, uh, yes, it, it was uh it was it, it, almost laughable if it, it weren't so serious uh, of the fact that uh, those who actually led the effort to keep schools closed, who bullied and badgered the CDC to uh, release guidance and recommendations based on their edits and their, what they wanted, uh, the, the teachers' unions and all of their allies are the only ones to be blamed for the extended elongated school closures and the travesty that it has created for millions of kids across the country. Uh, Randy Weingarten is trying revisionist history today. Well, you know, uh, she is famous, though, Betsy DeVos. She is famous, Randy Weingarten is, for pushing to shut down the schools. And, you know, I don't think we have to go too far back in our memories to uh, remember that it was the AFT and Randy Weingarten who were actually involved in tying up the rules for the CDC as it related to schools during the pandemic. I mean, just a corruption at the highest levels. Well, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I think they're they're, uh, there. The way they operated uh, threw so many kids into a tailspin. Today, they're, they are never going to catch up that learning loss, uh, not to mention the emotional and mental toll that it took on kids and on families, frankly. I mean, this was a travesty that could have been avoided. It was safe and it was possible for kids to go back to school in the fall of 2020. And, and it should have happened for all kids. 
Instead, the teachers' unions and all of their allies kept schools closed and shut down across the country, many of them in blue urban areas where uh, the kids who can least afford to be out of the classroom were kept out. You know, and the interesting part of this is that we haven't even talked about the consequences. I mean, I just want to make it clear to my listeners that when the Wall Street Journal wrote that scathing piece that, that, that Randy Weingarten, you know, pushed to make sure that the schools weren't open as they collected upwards of $190 billion, of it not even being spent to prepare the schools to bring the kids back our children were suffering and right now fourth graders betsy devos are uh, only 35 percent are reading at a proficient level and when we think about it and i'm going to jump a few things right uh, to a few uh issues it, it the kids in the catholic schools the kids in the religious schools the kids in the charter schools they were able to continue their education the kids in florida were able to continue their education how is it that americans tolerated a union a union to take away the cutting edge ability our kids have to compete in the future yeah well parents eyes were opened and they saw in the last two years the failings of a system that many of us have seen for decades before this it came into focus like never before, whether it was the elongated extended school closure, the mask mandates, or then seeing their children with dismal efforts and dismal uh, solutions to distance learning. You know, distance learning is a good choice and a good option for a lot of kids, but it's not for everyone, and right. particularly when it's not well executed, uh, whether it was, you know, not robust learning opportunities in a distance or the curriculum then that uh, that parents saw their kids being exposed to there is a whole host of failings that families and parents are now aware of and they're demanding and rightfully so uh, what i've championed for 35 years and that is the freedom to take the resources that are already dedicated to their children and put their put those resources and their children in a learning environment that is going to work for them, that's going to be responsive to them, that's going to meet their needs. And this is an important moment for families to take back control of their kids' education. Well, take back control of them. And, you know, the consequences, in addition to the education loss, um, uh, the emotional and the psychological, uh, you know, and all of the the problems, especially uh, among some families where there's domestic violence, where there's child abuse. I I mean, you know, we can really blame Randy Weingarten for a lot of the violence that occurred in homes because she fought to keep the schools closed. And I know as a prosecutor prosecuting child abuse for years, some of these kids are able to get away from the abuse by going to school or able to get a meal by going to school. And to collect all that money and then insist that the schools be closed and then turn around and say that the the, the Republicans and you wanted them closed? Look, you're an accomplished business leader, Betsy DeVos. I mean, you know, you know, you know your business and it's got to be shocking to you to see how in politics, how the world just changes completely, that there is no truth anymore. Well, and uh, try as she might to revise history. um, American families have uh, awakened to the um, the, the fact that the teachers union and all of their allies have continued to control 
to, to demand more for more resources, more money for their agenda, and um, and they're not delivering for kids. And so this is the time for uh, politicians to pay pay attention and change policy to support families and to support students and put the focus of K-12 education on individual kids and their needs, not on these adults who are continue to clamor for more and more power and control and, and money. You know, Betsy uh, DeVos, but for the pandemic, we wouldn't know anything about this. We wouldn't know. I mean, we always we thought our kids were being indoctrinated and we haven't even touched the issue of what they're teaching kids in school. But we we, we just assume it was reading, writing, arithmetic. And then now. You know, we realize that this indoctrination, this idea of, you know, uh, identifying and, and, and uh, sexual orientation in, in kindergarten kids uh, and I, sexual identification and CRT. But for the pandemic, we wouldn't know about it. So I guess there's always a silver lining somewhere in this craziness. That's right. This is this is truly the silver lining to the pandemic. And um, I predict that we are going to have a sea change in policy uh, sweeping across the state and including the federal level where finally elected officials are paying more attention to what parents and kids need. And uh, as they have realized and it has been revealed in multiple ways, what the system has continued to impose and and continue to try to uh, uh, you know, obfuscate over the years. This is a, this is an important stretch of time for policymakers to uh, change policy to support kids and support families and give them the power of those over those resources, not more to the teachers unions and their exactly, allies. Exactly, exactly. The money should follow the child. The parents should be able to at least identify a place where the child can can prosper and the child can learn. And the saddest part uh, is that the, the biggest losses in terms of education and academic Academics uh, seem to be uh, among uh, African American and Brown children in the inner cities, and th- those are the children that we need to raise up to improve their education. Yeah. And they suffered the most during this pandemic. So much for the Democrats, and uh, while they're collecting billions. These kids are losing. And we haven't even talked about on the international scale when our kids have to compete with China and the rest of the world, uh, you know, because we're now a global world. I mean, we're a global business world. Well, yes. And even before the pandemic, um, vis-a-vis our international competition, we were 13th in reading, 18th in in, in science and 37th in math. Really? Um, as compared to our international uh, comp- you know, competition. And that was before the pandemic. And schools around the world had kids back in school months and months before we did in most places in America. So uh, we know that internationally then, you know, our kids are uh, certainly behind in terms of the, the competition uh, as they as they continue to grow. Betsy, what do you think the unions are doing with the money? Why do you think they're not spending that money? What are they saving it for? 
Bessie DeVos? Well, I, that's, that's a very good question, and uh, it's a question that should be asked of school leaders in some of the major urban areas where now they're closing schools because they say the buildings are too hot for children. Yeah. Well, they had two years during the pandemic to use the monies that Congress appropriated, which, by the way, we got out the door within 30 days of Congress appropriating it in early 2020. They could easily have had their air you know, their their HVAC systems repaired, replaced, updated, whatever needed to be done. They haven't done a thing to actually meet the needs of kids in their schools. Instead, it's a very good question. What are they saving the money for? They're trying to get Congress to extend the time that they uh, have to actually spend it. But it's not going to actually helping children. It's uh, it's them. You know, they, they are continuing to try to control the agenda and all the resources and gain more and more power and control over the kids that they are supposed to be serving. Instead, they're driving them away and families that can afford it are going elsewhere. We need all we need to make sure all families can make that choice if that's the right decision for them. Yes, that that is certainly true. And, it you know, it is a sad commentary. You get you get people that uh, like uh, Gavin Newsom in California. You know, he closes the schools, but he makes sure that it, his kids are going to a school that's open during the pandemic. It's all yep. kind of crazy and it's all so opposite of what we would expect. It's hypocritical. And me, what do you hope for totally. the kids going forward in this country, Betsy DeVos, in terms of education? Well, I hope that policy will support all families being able to choose the right education for their children. If their assigned school isn't working, they should be able to take the resources already dedicated to that child and take it to a place that is going to work and that is going to challenge and is going to help that child to grow and develop um, in every possible way. All right. Betsy DeVos, the uh, former Secretary of Education, uh, certainly uh, setting the facts straight on the Judge Shanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. Madam Secretary, thank you so much for spending time with us this morning. Take care and God bless. Thanks, Judge Janine. Great to be with you. Thank God you. Bless. It's the Judge Janine Show.